So I let it out and it was shit. And I, yeah, I know, but this is different. This is piss adjacent. (laughs) So, so I, 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 I'm sitting there on hold and oh my God, it was, it felt like so much had come out, even though, you know, it wasn't that much, but I get up to to (laughs) check and it had already immediately soaked through my underwear, my shorts and was on the pillow. I know. And just as I noticed that I hear click, uh, Mr. Cut, I think I found some seats for you. Shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. Here we are. Hope everyone had a good, good, good Christmas. With you, Merry with, Christmas. Hope your family didn't fight too much. Yeah. Mine or the audience? Just everyone's in yeah, general. Yeah, my family didn't. I hope you had somewhere to go over Christmas. Me? Everyone. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm saying hi to them. I yeah, haven't yeah. seen them since Well, you're long. looking at me, so. Right, because you're the only one here. Yeah. Well, the camera right there, right there, right You want to give them a little disclosure? Hit them with a check. Oh, yeah, you got to check that. You got to check that description box. There's some kind of disclaimer in there that you're supposed to read. You should read it. Go do ahead. Do you do anything on Christmas? Do I do anything on Christmas? No. Uh, it's just a day for you. It's just a day for me, but I do feel bad. Okay, so check this out. Is it boring? It's, it's not boring, but here's something funny. So I was, I'm, I'm half Jewish. My dad was Jewish. My mom did convert when I was like 10 or 11 or something. But You got to go to your mom's bat mitzvah? She did not have a bat mitzvah, okay. but she did do- have a bris. She did have a bris, yes. My mom's foreskin was cut off. Uh, <laughs> but she- um, She's a more dedicated Jew than than myself or my brothers at this point. Wow. So, but the sad thing is I have, <clears throat> my mom has two children from previous marriages and nice. they obviously aren't Jewish. Nice. nice. Yeah. My mom, are you saying nice because it implies that my mom had sex? No. Well, she did. She's listening. Hey, mom. I'm sorry. But so my older half brother and sister lived with us when when i was born and so we had christmas and hanukkah up until i was about six years old wow look at when you. they moved out and then guess what christmas was taken from us so imagine there is a war on christmas if there was a war on christmas in the, in the household, household, we didn't have Christmas anymore. the war it on was, christmas is real it was really sad because i loved christmas i loved the smell and yeah, oh, now I, I don't a have a real it. Christmas tree in my home. It smells. I don't. Delicious. I don't have it, and I could absolutely get one. I don't know why I don't. I should. Then nobody's you, stopping me. You don't even exchange gifts or anything. No, we don't do yeah. anything. My I mom got, will like Venmo me and my brothers a hundred bucks or something. I got every member of my family uh, Governor Cuomo's uh, leadership lessons in the COVID nineteen pandemic. <laughs> is that book. a book? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So who is buying that book? Me. <laughs> about about, yeah, about you, you literally just said so. about six copies of it. Um, um, and it does suck because, I mean, the the, you know, the old tr- trope joke is that, oh, you know, Jews on Christmas go to Chinese movie- restaurants. They go to Chinese and restaurants and go to movies. Vans. But guess what? <laughs> drive minivans. <laughs> We're not in South Williamsburg, dude. <laughs> but uh, there's a bunch of Jews in South Williamsburg, for those of you who don't know, and they drive minivans because they got a ton of kids, these people. Those people. 
But it's annoying because now the the cat's out of the bag, and everybody no <laughs> that that everybody goes. To, so now you good luck trying to go to a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, good luck. Good luck going to the movies. So. Yeah, I I do like Christmas because I still like the feeling associated with it. It is a special time, and I'm I love it. I love Christmas. Wow. Yeah, I really do. And I spend it alone usually. So you are um, one of Santa's brave warriors in the war on Christmas. Yeah, I'll, you I'll fight yourself for it. As that? Yeah, I am one. To, I am one of Santa's brave warriors. Uh, <laughs> I, I always whenever they. Uh, Whenever they ask if anyone's a veteran when you're getting on a plane for early um, early boarding, I always say that I'm I'm a veteran of the war on Christmas. <laughs> and do they get you on board? No, never. It's never yeah. worked. I thought that you were going to say something different. I thought that you were going to say that you lie and say that you're a veteran <laughs> so that you can get on board. No. But you need military ID for that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got a we got a fun special episode. For Look, we're doing an end of year mailbag. Mailbag. We're finally doing it. Full episode. Only questions from you guys. You guys have complete control over the entire episode. Yeah. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. I don't know either. It's not like we pre-screened these questions I re- beforehand. I hope Jerry our producers them. pre-screened so we don't have a bunch yeah. to do that thing before. First question. First question. Why does Emil... Uh, I got nothing. I was going to burn you, but I didn't want to be mean. Why does Emil smell? You don't smell. You could have said, why does Emil suck so bad? Yeah. It would have gotten me. Yeah. What, what did you say? I interrupted you. Why did that thing be... No, you know, just these... These, these, they like to fuck with us. Yeah, and ask questions such as... Do that thing be farting. Yeah. And because the last time we did it, I joked about how that, that, that was the probably the most popular question. They did it again this time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did see a couple of those. So... How big do that thing be? I don't know. Something. People are perverts. <laughs> but... <laughs> but we love them all the same. We, we love, love all, all of our, our audience. Yeah, we love all, all of our trillion dollar babies out there. Yeah, trillion dollar baby. I love that. There, you are a trillion dollar baby if you're watching. I'm gonna. This. We, I we, gotta we, give a shout out because the my friend who watches the show, mm-hmm. Tyler Thompson, said, "He said I love the show. I'm a trillion dollar baby for life." And I said, "Can I steal that?" And he said, "Of course." What's his name again? Tyler. Tyler Thomas. Thompson. Tyler Thompson. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks, Tyler, for all of our trillion dollar babies. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, we do want to take a moment, actually, to sincerely thank everyone who has been watching the show up until now. Uh, we could not do this without you watching. So you clicking, listening, leaving comments, pressing the like button. Oh, you're doing the holiday speech thing. It has nothing to do with the holiday. Well, you're yeah. the end of the it's year It's the Christmas speech. spirit. May God bless you and keep you and protect Should we, you. We are, yeah, thank and you. also, big thanks to the crew who makes this happen. Yeah. You guys are very special and we love you very much. You guys are very cool and have made us feel incredibly welcome. And you're so good at what you do. And that our, our ability to do this show hinges on your ability to do what you do so well. And without you, we'd be nothing. We'd be lost. We'd be hopeless. We'd be screaming in, at, at each other. That was beautiful. Huh? That was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to Cody and Noel. Thank you. Big, especially to Cody and Noel, yeah. Taking a chance on these two morons. The two big daddies. The two absolute idiots. <laughs> they hey. had no idea what they were getting into. No, they really didn't. They they took a swing. We pitched them a meatball, and they took that swing. And it was a, it was a home. It, it looked, was a double. It looked good for a second, and then, oh, just foul. Oh, I was I said it was a double. Oh, but then but then someone. But it was like a ground roll double where everyone was like, "Yeah, did it go? What do we do when this happens?" It's ground rule double. Yeah, no, that's what I said. Oh yeah, I thought <laughs> you said roll. 
Anyway. No, I know I did. I, as soon as I said it, I said, I hope Ben doesn't pick up on that. I fucked up. I love baseball. Should we get to a question? We've been. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I had to get the COVID out of this is a good. This is a great first question. I love this. From Anna Daphne Nicole. She asks, for someone, comma, with no, that's a weird place for a comma. <laughs> All right, let's, we're not going to correct anyone's grammar. It's the internet. She probably fucked it. Uh, back, so. For someone with no experience in the stock market, what should I invest in or where should I start? That is such a great question. Well, No if you, experience. Yeah, with no experience, I would first say don't just dive right in. Uh, a lot of people just these days just really want to dive right in, and I commend your exuberance and your bravery and your wanting to participate but you can do all of that without actually committing money you can do what's called paper trading there are if you just google paper trading accounts you'll you'll find plenty of them out there and you just sign up and it gives you paper trading accounts give you fake money to play with real stocks so it's real stocks in real time get you familiar with how things go if you if you find yourself asking questions Google it. You would be so shocked at how much you can find by Googling it. And that's how I learned. You learn by doing. You learn by diving right in. Uh, and, yeah, what should you invest in? Well, that's, you know, you'll, you'll get to that. But I would say generally the general rule, the general consensus, the proven track record is just putting your money into what are called index funds. And we will get around to what those are at a later time in this episode. So stay tuned. Do you have anything to add? I was going to ask about index funds, but if we're going to get to it later, we we we'll we, hold on. we will, yeah. But uh, yeah, for someone who has no experiences, yeah, you you know, dive in, start 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 looking around. I actually, so f- this is a little more advanced because the people that I have on this list are more advanced. But if you go to my Twitter account at buncon b u n, and you click, because someone else has bencon, I know he's a soccer over. guy, he's great. So. If you go on my account and you click lists, there will be a list called Finance Twitter that is a specially curated list that I have put together of traders and chart people and all sorts of things. But like I said, it's Ooh, a little- that's good info. Yeah, but there's people out there who, on that list, there's hundreds of them now. Um, go clean it up. Yeah, I should clean it up because I haven't updated it in a while. But, you know, there's a, there's a good mix of people on there and you'll you'll find stuff that you jive with. Next question is kind of related to that from Troy- Kawika, Kawika, you want to read that? No, I'm not going to take a chance on that. Okay, all, <laughs> Troy says, all I do is throw money in VFIAX, which is a ticker symbol, and out my company 401k match. Will I be fine? So VFIAX is a Vanguard fund. I'm not sure which one it is specifically. Can can you Google it real, real fast, VFIAX? It should just pop up, please. Yeah. So this is a, yeah, VFIAX is the uh, Vanguard 500 Index Fund Admiral Shares. It's, 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 a, it's a fund that tracks the S&P 500. All right, so I'll tackle the first part first. Yeah, if anybody out there has any kind of 401k match, max it out. It's, you're, you're leaving money on the table otherwise. Um, you don't have to put anything beyond that, but if they match whatever they match, max it out. It's free money. Take it. And as to the other part, your VFIAX, you know, <clears throat> I I don't, I don't, again, none of this is strictly financial advice. This is just, you know, kind of shooting the shit here. Yeah, I'm just shit. commenting, talking shit. 
if you can afford to take those risks as a young person, you can, you know, if you're 60, you're not going to invest in growth stocks because they're, they're potential, the potential for them to not do well isn't something that you want to do. Do it. You'll owe your retirement. Yeah. Well, when I turn 80, I'm going to just be living on the edge. I'm going to smoke cigarettes. I'm going to do drugs. I'm going to steal. Is that true? Oh, hell yeah. I do all that now. You're going to be 80. What's the, <laughs> yeah, you don't smoke. Smoking's bad. Stupid. I do. I just don't do it around you. I, I just, yeah. How come they haven't figured out like cancer-free cigarettes? Figure that out. Figure that's, it out. A that's, a dollar tr- idea. that's a trillion dollar idea. It's straight up. Because smoking is so cool. It feels good. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. It looks Yeah. Cool. It tastes good if you're into it. But it kills gives you. you can- yeah, it gives you cancer. We don't like cancer. Some people in the comments might go, I think that's vaping. We don't know anything about vaping. Vaping? Remember when the, the meme was, it's just water vapor? No. Oh, that was like the thing when vaping, and it, people were raising concerns about vaping initially, and the vape heads would say, it's just water vapor. It's harmless. It's just water vapor. And now it's like, no, it's absolutely not. It's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what that's going to do to us? Who knows? Maybe even worse than cigarettes. Possibly. Anyway, Troy, will you be fine? Probably, yeah. Just You sound like a smart kid, Troy. You sound like, yeah, Troy we're, sounds we're like a smart guy. We're proud of you. Yeah, we are. Next question comes from Brett Mouse. Brett, <laughs> well, that's what he's doing there. I know. Brett Mouse. But then I saw it. What are good beginner rules for someone who has never bought stocks before? Oh, baby. Um, I mean, if you go back to the very first episode of Trillionaire Mindset, there's some good rules that... There's some good things that I did would be ideal for you to avoid. Stay away from penny stocks. Stay away from people who pump online and say outrageous things like this is this could go up to 500% or, you know, AMC to 100,000. Any kind of analysis like that just do you know cuz it's hard because it does appeal to a greedy part of our brains that goes, "I want in on that. Maybe I could maybe this guy's right." A, a, a good exercise would be to imagine a friend is coming to you and saying these things and just try to prove them wrong and try to talk them out of it. Just talk yourself out of it. Like, yeah, this probably, if it were this, if it were this true, the fact that I, an inexperienced trader, am coming across it probably means that I'm the sucker here, you know? Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Don't, don't YOLO. Don't trade options. Options are are meant to be something for people who have at least a couple years experience. Like Larry, again, Larry, my friend Larry, he's playing around with options and I don't think that he should, but he's doing it and he made some money. Good job. Yeah, you know. Go for it, Larry. Go for it, Larry. But I just think that you 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 gotta crawl before you can walk, and you gotta walk before you can yeah, run. Yeah, dip your toes in. Yeah, dip your watch toes. Watch the market a little bit. Yeah, just see what trends you know. Make a list of stocks that you like. Make a list of companies that you like, and yeah, which leads itself to the next question from Jack Morouse. What tools slash websites should beginner traders be using to learn more about stocks? Yahoo Finance. I Ooh, like. Okay. Finviz. I like, which is about kind of the same thing. Um, with Yahoo Finance, again, you, you want to go to, if you Google the, t- the ticker symbol, so like Apple, A-A-P-L, and then the phrase key statistics will take you to a Yahoo Finance page that's um, pretty comprehensive. And, you know, you, d- you don't necessarily need to concern yourself with all the little, the, the P-E ratios and all that stuff. 
that's because it's all arbitrary. Like the, the way to value a stock these days is just it depends on who you ask what they do. But um, yeah, what tools and websites? And then tradingview.com is a great one for charts. It's highly customizable. You can use all sorts of different indicators. Um, YouTube is a good one. Just the internet is, is really... Do you use the... Uh, Investopedia is a good one too. Yeah, Investopedia. What about the... Um like unlocking whales or whatever it's called. Unusual whales. Unusual whales. Unusual whales is a is a service that that you can pay for, and they have a good Twitter account, and they're one of those ones, as I mentioned in the previous episode, that scans for unusual activity in stocks. So, like, if suddenly there's a a million dollar option trade that just went through on Microsoft, it'll alert and. People, you can follow those, but the the tricky part with those kind of things is you don't necessarily know what the intention is behind the trade. It might be a hedge, it might be, you know, any number of things. So it's it's not always that black and white. That oh, someone bought this, they must know something. I'm gonna follow it blindly because. Do you fuck around on Reddit? Reddit can be cool. There, you know, there's a lot of smart people out there, and I. But the, here's one of the drawbacks to Reddit. I've gone on there and read really insightful analysis of stocks and then at the end it's like i'm 19 and <laughs> i have a thousand dollars in my account please upvote this if you liked it it's like oh jesus christ yeah so i would say right. it's also, always hard to tell if you can trust fartman 420 <laughs> with your investing <laughs> advice <laughs> fartman 420. i'm not gonna press it i'm not gonna press the button either to make the fart sound we all appreciate it thank you um and yeah, just generally don't don't put the cart before the horse, and don't don't go into it with them. It's really really hard to do in practice, but yeah, you can't approach it from a, a place of like I'm gonna get rich now and I'm gonna. It takes a long ass time, and you will if you do it right, and you don't don't get fancy and don't try to try to be a hero. It's not gonna work. Oh, okay, Josh. Illerdrum? Josh Hillerdrum? Josh Illerdrum, I think. What's your favorite part of doing the podcast so far? You want me to go first? Sure. Hmm. There's a couple things. Now, it, this is the most fun thing I've ever done, probably. Getting to, I mean, this is insane. I never thought I would get to do this. It's incredibly fun. We work with these awesome people who are extremely good at their jobs and make doing this much easier and more fun. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, already a psycho about like what's going on in the world and like it's it's such a nice thing to be able to have this thing where we just get to uh where i just get to like work through it with my friend every week that's very fun that is fun yeah it's like the best it's fun to have a captive audience yeah where you just have to listen and hear what stupid thing I have to... I like it because I get a place to tell stories about dumb shit that I've done. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned. I got a real doozy. <laughs> in, in this episode? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's another one. We've actually talked about this. This one just popped into my head. We both said, it's great that our moms have this fun thing to watch every week. Yeah. They are probably the biggest fans. Oh, yeah. And I think that might be the amount of joy... I don't know about your mom. The amount of joy my mom gets out of she loves it. watching this every week. And I always get nervous because we say some... Yeah. We talked about blue chews last episode. Right. 
but boner pills. My mom's never said you're gross or yeah. Oh, my mom doesn't judge. Literally, I get a text every week, and she just says best one yet. That's great. <laughs> we love that. And both our moms share the same name. That's true. Yeah. Let's not tell them. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Last thing I need is fucking internet people knowing my oh, mom's I know. name. Mary. Dot LSL asks, Ben, what is the most valuable life lesson you've learned from trading? That's a very, very good question. And I kind of had a realization about this a few years ago. It's it's a couple things. I, I had it when I was actually, I was surfing and I missed a wave and I was really pissed off about it and annoyed. But then I just calmed down and I told myself, you know what? Because I, I had already had a bad day trading that day. And... I was like, damn, surfing is a lot like trading. There's always another wave. And it's true. There, there's always, there's always, because I'm constantly, constantly getting pissed off about missed opportunities in trading. And like I said, it's a practice and it, it, it's, a, it's a constant reminder. You've got to rail into your own brain. There's always another opportunity. And it's really, really hard because sometimes it feels like that was the last one. I missed it. And now it's just going to, it's like Bitcoin where it's just going to keep going up forever without me. And if I buy in now, it's going to tank. And if I don't, it's going to skyrocket. But yeah, you got to, that's a big lesson is realizing that there's always another opportunity, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a, a job, a stock, you name it. There, it, nothing is... Nothing is permanent. And that includes losses, too. You, you lose, you, you win some, you lose some, truly. The other big one is trust yourself. Always trust your gut. If, if, you're, if you're about to smash that, I was going to say click button. Like button. If you're about to smash that buy button or sell button and it doesn't feel good, listen to that gut. Or... Yeah, if if I don't know, I, I've just had many many cases where both in trading and in life actually, where it served me best or would have served me me best if I had just trusted my own intuition, because at the end of the day, you know you better than anyone else, except for your mom. Your mom knows you pretty well, <laughs> and if your mom's dead or not around, I'm sorry. M- moms are overrated. What? Don't tell them I said that. I They're disagree. So overrated. Not mine though. But yeah, so I would say that those are the value, most valuable life lessons. Those are good. Yeah. They're they're pretty valuable. Those are like life lessons. Yeah, they're truly I'll probably think of one later that'll piss me off. That you'll I didn't. you'll get in the car and you go, stupid motherfucker. I should have said I should have said that other one. Andrew Twelve Jackson. Oh, okay. How did they meet the TMG gang? Well, I first met Cody first. Via Vine, from from I don't even remember what year I first met the guy. Twenty fourteen maybe, and if I find the picture, that I got a funny picture of us um, photo bombing a friend of ours's phone, where I took like thirty photos rapid fire with just us. And yeah, uh, if I find it, we'll toss it up. And if you see it, that's it. But, and then I think, I don't even remember the first time I met Noel, but it was a similar thing where I met him through Vine and I, I DM'd him cause I thought he was hilarious and shit. I, yeah, I really don't remember the first time I met him. You have a lot of internet friends. Yeah. Well, the internet's a great place to meet people. 
I feel like most of my friends are IRL. Earl? Nice. Huh. It looked like you did a Tom face there. Yeah, a little bit. Tom Wamsgans. Tom Wamsgans. Would you uh, let me be the... Um, Greg to my Tom? Well, I was going to say the uh, spores to your Nero. That's a that's a deep cut, my friend. For those who don't watch Succession, yeah. this is way over their heads. And then you met the TMG guys through me. Recently. Yes, very recently. I never knew them. Kate Armstrong asks, if you were a billionaire, what would be the first thing you'd do? Ooh. I would buy a football team and name them the footballs. That's what you'd do. That's what I would do. And I've said that before, and I'll say it again. I will do that. I, if, if you give me a billion dollars, I swear to God, I'll buy the cheapest team and rename them the footballs. They're, thereby making them so popular because people will want to tune in and go to the games to see the footballs. Because it's crazy. It's funny. It's a meme. It becomes a meme. And then Don't I've, we kind of have one of those now with <clears throat> uh, the Washington Redskins or whatever they are now? What are they called? Well, because of the because of the Redskins name and the uh, you know controversy surrounding that slur, basically is uh, they're, they're called now the, Washington the Washington Football, football Team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. I love that. Look, and they just have a W as yeah. The, Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what, you know, if, if I had a billion dollars, I would keep, I don't know. I feel like I would want to do something good with most of it. Buy my mom a house, buy my brothers each a house, set up trust funds for all of my family members to give them a steady supply of income that they would never have to worry about touching so as not to accidentally squander it somehow. And then I would keep... I don't know, $10 million, put it in, in, no, buy a house or two, buy one in New York, buy one in LA, and then with 10 to $15 million, I would buy dividend stocks and dividend index funds and then just live off the dividends, which would probably pay, with that much money, you could easily make five, $600,000 a year just off dividends. And the rest, I would I would pull a McKinsey Bezos and just just do do my research and donate the hell out of it and make sure it goes to good causes. What would you do, Emil? Similar thing. Definitely buy houses, set up my family. I think for at least a year, just go away. I would just oh, like, yeah. I'm deleting every social media app. I'm deleting, I'm throwing my phone in the goddamn oh, ocean. Oh God, that would it's be so done. awesome. Yeah. And, uh, disconnect. Oh, so you just won't hear from me for a year. For a yeah. year. Definitely. And then I think I'd probably get bored. I uh, There's not that much I want. I think we were joking one time because we were talking about the lottery and you were like, you were like, what would you do if you won? And I was like, I'd buy a Subaru Crosscheck. And you were like, that's what you'd fucking do? Uh, I mean, I left out those details. I would buy a couple of my favorite cars. But yeah, I'd go away for a while. And then I think I would... Uh, yeah, try to do something. I mean, it's just, I couldn't even fathom what to do with all that money. So try to put it to uh, something good. I would like to modify my answer and just say that I would love to buy some farmland and just rescue as many dogs as possible. Oh, Just yeah. have a fucking dog, just a, a ton of animals. I would love horses and dogs and chick. I would just, I, that's what I would love. I, I feel of- like that's the ultimate key to life is living in nature and surrounding yourself with wife, your wife, have kids, and and have animals. That's all I want. Just a bunch of mutts running around. Yep. That's truly my fantasy is to just, I would be 
I would live to 120 little, years old. Ring a little uh, triangle ring a bell. when it's time for dinner and they all come running. Oh, yeah. And give them ring. slop. Oh. But good slop. My boys are eating good. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> that sounds nice. Isaac underscore Quile asks, How do you think sustainability envir- and environmentalism affects the market in, in, in now and in the future? <laughs> Boring. I think we are going to actually, we've talked about doing an episode on this yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, I mean... In a huge way. I mean, there's like, we've, I don't know how much to get into it because this is. It's a whole, yeah. I, mean, um, I can't answer that actually. And I, I, I really don't. That no. we're going to, I think very soon we're all going to have to start, whether we like it or not, thinking about our own actions within sure. environmentalism and uh, especially corporations' actions and how we can not boil ourselves alive. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be like a crab. So, uh, yeah, hopefully a longer, more in depth answer coming soon because that is really interesting to both of us, and sure. there's a lot to talk about. Lunchbox Lax asks, "Do brokerages check your credit score?" Here's my answer. Google it. Google it. Google it. So I googled it, and no, but if you're doing a margin account, yes. So if you are borrowing their money, they will. And I think actually most brokerages do anyway. Next question. How I can't do it. How long do you think we have before shit hits the fan? This is a funny question. I. How do you define shit hitting the fan? Or as I like to say, when the defecation hits the oscillation. That's pretty good. Isn't that great? They, uh, my, my, uh, some members of my family were in the military and there's like rivalry between, um, different branches of the military, like military, Marines, I mean, army, Marines, Navy, whatever. And they, they all have jokes for each other, but there's a funny one. It reminded me of, uh, you know, how did they get the name Marines? And it's, it's the sound shit makes when it hits the fan. Marine. That's so stupid. Only an army guy would think of a joke that stupid. Not, am I right, Marine? Am I right, uh, Jughead? Where are all my navy heads at? Yeah, where are all my navy heads? Not Jugheads, Jarheads. No, ju- Jarheads, Jarheads. Jughead is okay, from Okay, anyway, <laughs> I think she's talking about generally... Societal collapse? Societal collapse, climate change. I'm a... I think I'm, I'm not like a full-blown doomer, but I'm more of a doomer than other people, I think. I also think the shit is, the shit is hitting the fan. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on your perspective. Scary, right? Where you we live. Are, uh, like climate change is already a serious issue. I mean, if you're following along at all, there are like once in a once in a century climate events happening like every other week. You don't know if that's man-made. <laughs> there are. Uh, I'd rather take my chances on it being man-made than ignoring it and suffering the consequences. Right. I mean, you're talking heat waves that have our roads and infrastructure buckling. Uh, yeah, metal stronger fatigue. and more powerful storms. Um, I mean, and all this is going on while a deadly virus is raging on that we don't really have control over. Uh, political oh, um, political turmoil with you know all time lows in trust in government. Yes. Uh, I think the his shit is hitting the fan. It's only gonna get worse unless like we can actually fucking do something. Yeah, 
what he said. I I don't have really much comment. I think that I don't like to think about it. It's too depressing. Have you ever seen that guy? Uh, his name is literally Guy Guy <laughs> Guy McPherson. Who's Guy McPherson? He's a he, he's a climate scientist, mm-hmm. and he is full blown. He goes on TV Dude. and oh, and he's there's a clip of I think it's an Australian guy, and they're asking him, you know, so you have predictions about climate change. What should we do? And he's, he says, just go home, hug your family. There's nothing he said. And he goes, so like how long are we talking? 10 years. And he's like, we won't make it 10 years. Wow. Well, I don't, that guy, buy that Lambo now on credit. That guy is full blown doomer. I have no idea if he's, if he's like, it's just, it's interesting to see someone fully believe that we're toast. I, I hope that he's wrong. I really do. Oh yeah. I mean, 10 years. The dive team asks, dumbest stock market play slash bet that worked. I mean, I've had a handful. I, I remember buying one, I think the ticker symbol was RWLK, real walk. And they make <laughs> it's a it's a it's a penny stock garbage thing, but I bought it just to flip it. And I actually forgot that I had it. I had it for like a week. And then they came out with some news. They make I mean, it's a real company, but they're how viable is their business model and whatnot. But they make uh, an exoskeleton that helps, I think, crippled people walk again. Oh, um, shit. But they came out with some news, and I woke up one day, and it was up like 300%, and I made a ton of money. And I just was, holy shit, I just made, you know, five figures. So that was pretty stupid. And then when I, so that worked, but... Then the next one was probably when I did Wheel of Fortune and I put on a trade in the parking lot and then just turned off my phone and I came back and I made like 20 grand. So that was nice. G Camp 25. How does Emil get his hair to look so good? Uh, Tell us. I don't have like a hair care. People are not going to like this. I don't have a hair care routine. I just don't wash it. I don't wash my hair. And... Yeah, if you're washing your hair, I could tell. I could see people got they're poofing all over the place. It's insane. I, just, I can't. I tried doing the no washing thing, but after about four days, it gets so greasy and and flat that I just. I we have to wash. train it. You can't yeah, just stop all of a sudden. You go like you start going every other day, and then you move it to like every two days, every three days. Then you're going once a week. Yeah, and then your body gets used to not having to produce all that oil and stuff. But yeah. If you want it to not look like a poofy mess. It is weird though. Some people are like, you know, what product is that that you got in your hair? And I have to be like, it's is, the, a meal. That is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is human grease. Yeah. You want to take this next one? For Ben. Hmm? What? This is from Selmin, Selmina Wee, maybe? Uh, for Ben, are you smarter than Emil, or do you just always have to talk? Emil, can you shut up for a second so I can answer this question? Sure, Because you're, you know, a big dumb idiot, and I have to talk right now, so. Yeah, so they want to know why you talk so much. Am I smarter than Emil, or do I just always have to talk? I don't think either one of, I think we're both probably equally smart in one way or another. About different things, Yeah, you're smarter about certain things, and I might be smarter about other things, which is true to the entire human experience. But so they're wondering why you cut me off all the time. I guess. No, I'm joking. Dang, uh, I don't what? know what I don't know. I don't know what Selmina is getting at. It's kind I, of a rude question. Well, listen, I do talk. I probably definitely talk uh, more, namely sometimes because it's about stocks, and I, I've no uh, more. Yeah. I, so 
And I have a lot to say. Got a, I it's got a big opinions. So Mina. Uh, but thank you for the feedback. Genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> the next one comes from Cat. Cat H Quinn. Cat Quinn. Did you guys always know you wanted to be a stock trader slash lawyer? I'll let you go first. I was a late bloomer. I have a. Uh, this is more. No, I think I was one of those people who just. Uh, I think looking back on it. I think I could have benefited a lot from taking a gap year or two before Same. going to college. I think uh, I was young for my grade. So my birthday's in August. I was always one of the youngest people in my grades. And I I just always felt a little bit, bit behind. I wasn't quite, I don't think I was quite ready to go to college. I was like undeclared when I went in. And I think... I think if I was talking to a senior in high school trying to decide whether or not they were going to college, I would say, do you know what you want to do before you go? Mm-hmm. Um, and if they couldn't answer, I'd say, well, then give it some time and then go. It's always going to be there. Because um, I think being very specific about what you're trying to accomplish can make college much more useful. Um, and I wish I knew I wish when I was 17 and 18, I had a better idea of what I wanted out of the world. And it's a big ask of a 17, 18 year old. Sure is. Yeah. I didn't always, stock trading for me was always a means to something else. When I first learned about stocks, it was from looking at my dad, looking at the prices in the newspaper every day. And I thought that it was interesting when I was, I don't know, six, seven, eight years old. And he, Explain to me what they were. I understood right away. You buy something today, sell it tomorrow, and you pocket the difference. Hopefully, it's a lot, and you can make money that way. And I fancied myself as a smart little kid and someone who could, I could understand. I could figure out what's the next big thing. I I think I can grasp this. But as soon as I, you know, then I didn't do anything until I would start working. And nothing really called out to me work-wise. I did want to do something in comedy, writing, acting, that kind of thing. And so I thought, okay, the best way for me to get there, I put together a plan. I wanted to get good at trading so that I could make enough money to stop trading, park all of that money into things that pay dividends so that I never have to work again and I can focus all my time on creative endeavors. And... uh yeah, and and it just so happens that I find the stuff to be very interesting and challenging too. So I do like doing it in itself. And I guess in that sense I did always want to do this. But you're not you're not defined by what you do. You can always have your your side things and that's kind of what I'm trying to do like with this. This is part of the that that goal eventually of doing something else that I like talking. I like entertaining. I like doing all of this shit. Period. Uh, at that's how you talk. At <laughs> that's talking. At EV, IMG. Oh, um, wait. Should, uh, are we doing that? Yeah. This one. Okay. EV IMG. I have an interest-free student loan. Should I pay it off as soon as possible, or spread it out as much as possible? I would love to know where she got an interest-free student loan. Uh, and if you have an interest-free loan, I would say spread it out as long as you can. Why not? Spread it out as long as you can. <laughs> there's no. Make sure that there's no 
caveat, no fine print that says that up until a certain point, you're interest free and then it kicks in. And then if you haven't paid off the total amount or a certain amount that you'll have to retroactively pay interest, because I'm sure that there's some kind of shady shit yeah. involved in that. So just Unless be you are a bank getting a fucking loan from the government or something. I don't yeah. know how you got, but hey, good on you, Evie. Michael Burnell, would you say it's possible to trade while having a full-time job and other commitments? Yes, I did it. Just make sure that it doesn't interfere with your job because you definitely don't want to get fired. Or if your job involves the lives and safety of other people, don't dick around with with Robin Hood while you're driving a bus because that would be irresponsible and dangerous. But yeah, it absolutely is. Just, Just... you know, market opens at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time and closes at 4. So if you've got any time in there to do it, do it. Odd underscore in. Who asked who out for the first date? You're the cutest couple in financial podcasts. I think I found out that you climb and I had just gotten into it. So I asked. Yeah, I think I was the... talking about it at the beach. And you went, yeah. ooh, you climb? Yeah. And I said, oh, great. Another one. I pre- I actually don't love, I like doing it with you, but I don't love working out with people sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, yeah, it's just talking, talking, talking. I just yeah. want to get in I and out. get in and do my sets. Will Cambridge, are you suspecting a mark? It sounds like I'm asking Will Cambridge. <laughs> Will Cambridge says or asks, are you suspecting a market crash in 2022? Well, that's a complicated question, and here's a little teaser for you. We're going to have a very special guest. Can I say his name? We're going to have Graham Stefan on in a few weeks, and he's going to go over his predictions for 2022 with us. That's I th- that's one of the things that we want to talk We're gonna about. We're going to do some New Year's, uh, New Year's predictions. Yeah, we, we got some. But I don't think a market crash. I definitely think that there's going to be some pretty big draw drawdowns at some point. You want me to read this next one? Yeah. JD, Jade? oh Jaden, Jaden Martin. Sorry, if you, this if you were to fight Cody and Noel two v two in a boxing match, who would win? Well, doesn't Noel box actually? Yes. and he's probably really good. So you should take him. Well, I, I don't can't, box. I, I've never I been think... in a fight, but you've been in fights. <laughs> I guess I don't know if that qualifies me to take on a boxer. I will say, um, we're both bigger than them. Yes, and that does play a role. Yes, we'd have much more. Reach. Reach. Uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Here's I what I would it, do. If I, if I, I think w- if it was just boxing, yeah. Noel's going to fuck one of us up. Yeah. Well, if it's a no-holds-barred fight, I think... Okay, so now it's not boxing. It's just a it's just a fight. fight yeah. to the death. Well, it's just a wrestling match. I don't know. You're in a, it's yeah, a WWE. Yeah, until someone taps out. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I could take on Cody because two things. I would just say, Cody, look over there, a startup, and he <laughs> okay. would go, huh? And then I would just I would just fall onto him, and I would use my sheer uh, size to just I would crush. I, no, I would. What, what's it called? Um, I would just smother him. You would smother Cody. Yeah, just just big. I mean, I'm a big guy. I'm 200 pounds. Okay, so you're holding Cody. Down. I would just. Fat boy him. And I have to find a way to- I would just sit on him. I have to find a way to take out Noel. Yeah, you got you to gotta say, Noel, look over there, a race car. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like to use any tricks. Yeah. Except I would like, nah, not tricks like that, but I would, I'll, I'll yeah, no. Look at this. <laughs> I don't mind. Wait, I'm If it's it a wrong. fight to, you know, I, I don't, there's no cheap stuff. Biting, 
pinching. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. That guy's trying to kill you. Yeah, that's true. So, well, so that's our answer. I think we could take him on. I don't know. I think we could take him on. Pay-per-view. We got we should start doing pay-per-view fights because there's money in that shit. Pay-per-view, I, ben, I and, ben and Emil versus Cody and Noel, two versus two. Oh, they specify a boxing match. Well, yeah. So These I, are money makers, man. Damn. We're going to get them all fucked up. Yeah. I, I would have to say that I would I have an advantage with my very long arms. I have like six foot five is my reach or something like that. You never like, you never had to get in a fight with someone? I've never been in a fight. You ever been punched in the face? Never been punched. That's so nice. It sucks getting punched. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be scared. Listen, here's the reason why I never want to get in a fight. I've seen too many videos of people getting knocked on the ground and then having seizures, hearing stories about people getting knocked on the ground and dying. So A, I don't want to be the person having a seizure or dying. Or and killing B, someone. I don't want to be the person killing someone. Yeah. And these are the two things that you gotta consider in a fight, in any situation, you gotta factor in the worst case scenario. And that's a viable no, It's a horrible thing. I last time I was ever I was this was probably I was probably twenty one or something. I've that's it's a stupid thing to do. It's a young man's game. I would never Yeah, never. Ever in a million years. Well, I'll never say never, but... You got too much to lose now. You'd have to do something pretty stupid for me to want to... Yeah, you'd have to spit in my mama's face. Yeah, then... And then I would say, what did she say, though? Oh, no, man. <laughs> At Farmin' Boy 7, when you buy and sell stocks, who are you buying from and who are you selling to? Market makers, other people. It's either... And market makers are basically uh, brokerages um, who either are acting as an intermediary as an agent, as they say, where they are connecting you, the buyer, with a seller, or they're acting as a principal where they have the shares in their in their bank and you and you just buy it straight from them. There's your answer. Ryan Ho ninety eight. Where are we? Best credit card for rewards, points, and travel for the average Joe. Ooh. That's uh I, I have my favorite cards and I think I'm all out of referral links. I had people <laughs> DMing me because they they cap me at how many how many people I can refer. But you guys can hit me up personally. I'll, I'll put some referral codes in. I personally use American Express cards. I have the American Express Gold card. It's got a $250 annual fee, but that's offset by some of the perks. You can Google it, look it up, and the points are very valuable. It all depends on what you want to do. If you want to travel, you can find. An American Airlines card, a Delta card, a Alaska Airlines card, Southwest has cards. It just depends on who your favorite airline is or what speaks to you. If you're if you want to do hotels, you can get hotel cards. If you want just general all around, and then there's cashback cards too that I don't fuck with because I don't care about cashback. I care about points because they're the most valuable to me. But generally speaking, American Express has very valuable points. They're just called Amex Rewards Points, I think. And then Chase Ultimate Rewards Points are very, very valuable. Yeah, I was going to say the Chase Sapphire one is... You, Chase you, Sapphire Preferred is the cheaper card. It's got a 95... Reserve. Yeah, the 95 annual fee is for the Preferred. And it's like 550 annual fee for the Reserve. But it comes, again, with all sorts of perks that effectively offset that annual fee. See, I think that's why that woman asked that question about you. I was going to talk about the Chase Sapphire Reserve, and then you just kind of took it from me. Sorry. Sorry. No, go for it. It's got so many perks. We love perks. But, and one of the things that you can do that I love to do is just Google best uses of blank points. So 
if you're thinking about any one of these cards, just take an afternoon to to check out the best uses for chase points, the best uses for American Airlines miles or Ameri- Amex points. And if any of those goals speak to you, then get those cards. XVX Lil Marquez says, any merch coming out soon? Yes, hopefully very soon. You guys, thank you guys for all of the uh, responses on the last one that we when we asked about it. Um, we are trying to make it happen as soon as possible. It's, yes. uh, we didn't know there was going to be, we didn't know people would want it as much as they do. And we're stoked on that. So hopefully we can get it out early next year or, you know, in January. Ryan Johnson 20. If you were joint presidents of the U.S., what is the first thing you two would do? Ooh. So how does this work? Do we? Do I have to run things by you or am I? I think that we are co-presidents. We're co-presidents. Yeah. Can so I... we just decide together. We're like our own kind of little Supreme Court. I think we just decided. What would we do? We would no. We wouldn't be this. We wouldn't be like the Supreme Court. We would be like two presidents. Here's exactly. <laughs> here's what I propose. Let's see what you think about this idea. I got I, my own proposal. So I got Let's hear what you got, Hotshot. I think our first action in office as joint presidents is to retract the tentacles of the United States military industrial complex from the rest of the world. I'm talking bring all the soldiers home so that our defense budget can be. Cut by uh, cut in a tenth, a tenth of what it is, because you still got to build up our. We still have to have some defense, but we're not going with the offense is the best defense anymore. We are Buddy, retracting I'm li- I'm our tentacles. Already. We are apologizing to the rest of the world. We are owning up to the mistakes that we've made, and we are just getting it out there and saying, "Look, we are so sorry for the way that we have overstepped and gotten our stupid little fingers in every." fucking wow. country's cookie jar and we're sorry and we know that we have destabilized countless nations over the years and we're terribly sorry about the mistakes that hey it wasn't us okay it wasn't us it was our dads and our granddads and stuff and they're all dead and we're very sorry about that and with all of that money that we save from lowering the defense budget and focusing on what's going on here instead of what's going on everywhere else we really really invest in in overhauling the education system wow and make sure that every single kid gets a quality education from teachers who are well paid well taken care of no american has to worry about whether or not they're going to be bankrupted by a parking ticket or uh, uh, an an echocardiogram so all of that shit gets taken care of we rehabilitate those who need rehabilitation, whether that be mental problems, whether that be drug addiction, alcohol addiction, any kind of things like that. We really bolster the services for that and, and build facilities and hospitals to take care of those people so that it's not just, it's not just being uh, forgotten and, and swept under the rug of society. And, My and, God, the ghost of FDR is in this. Yeah, room. we and we put caps on on how much you can charge for rent, and we Holy really shit. invest in clean uh, infrastructure. We got to build up up the goddamn public. Huh? That's okay. You tuckered out a little <laughs> yeah. bit, but you had a lot there. I'm tired all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Those were huge. I didn't know you were going that far. So I was yeah, thinking, there's I was a thinking, lot that can be done. Right, because we won. America won. We don't need well, to be over there anymore. We don't need to be over there anymore. We won. We won. That's it. Game over. 
We did it. We 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 went everywhere. We beat everybody's asses, and we've got the richest nation in the world. Let's start putting that money to use here in the United States and stop building. We're not sinking any more money into the F-35, okay? As much as I love airplanes, I just don't want it. We don't need it. We can we can pay for so many school lunches. <sighs> okay, <laughs> huge. Is there, I don't even know how I can compete with that. <sighs> Go ahead. I don't even know. Google it! Whoops, I didn't mean to break Google that. It. <laughs> Google it! <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't have picked the shorter one. I meant to scroll and I was going to. Gosh. So I was taking it differently. I thought, so what is the first thing you two would do, right? The first thing. You have a whole vision for everything, but. We would consummate the marriage. Yeah, we would <laughs> in absolutely the, in the Lincoln bedroom. make a mess of the Oval Office. Yeah. Oh, don't take a black light. If you thought it was thing. bad when Clinton was in there, wait till me and old Benny boy get in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so first thing, I mean, I'm talking day one. You all right over there? He's already, we just got in. He's already breaking stuff. Um, Cause look, realistically, there are a lot of things the president can do. Joe Biden has a lot of power, even though, you know, him and Jen Psaki like to pretend like he doesn't. Uh, number one, cancel student loans mm-hmm. right off the bat. You can do it. He has the authority to do it. I'm going to rack the, up so many student loans before we become president. The, uh, I think it's the higher education act. He's got the authority to do it. Do it. Just pick up the pen and sign it. You fucking asshole. Uh, what else could he do? Uh, start committing. Can you just get over it? Just Can go, you just get over go it? It's go. Get over go, it. Go. Sorry, go. Just next question. We're done. Do, do you, you ever, ever fight? fight? <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't. We don't. But you drive me crazy. We support each other. Um. Yeah. No, we don't fight. <laughs> he drives I, me nuts. I bust chops. That's about it. No, we never really fight. Oh, this one. Let's see. H. Orch. Orch. Horch 12. Stanford (laughs) president here. Can we lay off the roasts? We Stanford lads are losing listens. No. No. Never. No. Fuck Stanford forever. Stanford sucks. Fuck every business school. Uh, At Faust Prez 58. Why is Apple stock doing so well right now? Because it's kind of a, it's become its own sort of store of value. It pays a good dividend and everybody buys iPhones and iPads and iMacs and Steve Jobs' ghost is is just strong and alive as hell. And and they've got plans. They're talking about self-driving cars. They're yeah, Apple about... is, is truly an unstoppable force. Every so often, some someone will write up an article about just how much money Apple has and how much they make. They have so much cash. Just not physical cash. Cash means just just money, like, like how you have cash in your bank account. It's just a... a a digital dollar amount. They have so much, it's it's kind of overwhelming at times. And when you factor in how much money they make, I mean, I, I, uh, AirPods alone make more revenue than, I don't know how many fucking companies in the S&P 500, but they're just, they just print cash. So that's why it's always, it's just always doing well. Jacob Menard, Menard if you could live a day in one another's body, what would you do? I would get naked and look in the mirror, (laughs) crank that sweet hog down as many times as my body could muster. (laughs) I would do that thing where you blow your belly out. I don't know how to do it. Oh, yeah. You just, here, watch. I'll show you. So, can this lift up? Anyway, you you just push it out. (laughs) Get like a profile view. It's pretty impressive how much you can pop your belly out. 
Oh, uh, I that think I can. You do? You would puff out your belly? I can't do it. You wouldn't look at me naked or anything? No, God, no. Oh man. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> what's the best part of Angus California? does things? What's the best part of California? I feel like I can answer this as a Born. non-native Californian. Born. You are from here, so you're biased. Yes. Also, if you are my friend or anyone who knows me listening, you can skip ahead because you've probably heard me say this a thousand times. I mean, I've only lived in L.A., so I could talk about L.A. specific. L.A. is, I have a lot of problems with L.A. It's, uh, you know, I moved here from Brooklyn, and I thought it was going to be, I thought it would be like New York, a big fucking city with all the things that cities have. And I weirdly found out that it's just a weird suburb connected by highway system, and it doesn't have any of those great things about a gigantic city like public transport, walkability. Mm -hmm. Trees. (laughs) Right. Right. parks every so often that you can just kind of pop into and um so that was a bummer to me but there are one of the best things about california you can't beat the weather even though it is cold here right now it is quite warm all year round you can be active i probably you know i was in decent shape in new york but you can't beat it in california i'm active all year round i can play tennis pickleball go climbing hiking camping all year round surfing you can go to the beach i mean me and you we used to go to the beach like Every weekend. April to November. Yeah. Every fucking weekend. You can do all of that stuff. It's great. You can't beat it. Ride your bike. Great food. Got great food. Good food in LA. Good food. Um, But it doesn't... High taxes are kind of a bummer. We have high taxes and really inept government people who seem to be more focused on being famous and and being pandering jerk-offs than actually doing things that need to get done i will also say california is absolutely gorgeous it's a beautiful place la not so much la is kind of disgusting la on a day look of a just let me just sorry go ahead sorry sorry (laughs) you're right go la is pretty disgusting unless you like the look of a strip mall like a dirty strip mall every 10 feet it's not much to look at certain parts of downtown have old parking structures that are just they're just disgust they smell of piss right and they're just la mostly la has a california has a really bad homeless problem and it yes is it's difficult to bear witness to yes you are constantly being confronted with suffering that seems like we could alleviate that's a was... I, that's a word that i never hear characterizing it you're 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 facing suffering that's what it is constantly it's big time suffering it is human suffering and you're just supposed to there's nothing you can do about it but and you know we were joking on the last episode about all these problems we have and i was making fun of people who say you just need to vote and again california is one of those places it can be extremely frustrating it is a democratic super majority yep uh you those problems all, all of the problems that we like to talk about exist in really bad ways and you know, we have a governor, I think it was one or two fire seasons ago, just standing in the in the middle of a burnt out forest being like, we need to, you know, hold our people accountable. It's like, buddy, you're the most popular, uh, you're the, you're the one most in charge. powerful person in the state. What do you want yeah. us to fucking do? So it can be a quite frustrating place as well. But yeah, I think we hit it. It's a beautiful place with uh, some problems just like everyone I else. could go on. I have right. a lot of complaints yeah. about California, but I won't. Evan Wing- Winnegar says, have you ever traded futures? No. I've wanted to, <laughs> but I haven't. Uh, Natho Smith says, what billionaires do you think you could beat in a fight and if you win, you get their money? Okay, so <laughs> Mark Zuckerkorn. 
He's Ooh. going down. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm. He's. He. I would. I would. He'd probably be able to kick my ass. You know what? I. I do worry that he's got freak nerd strength. Well, I worry that a lot of them do. They probably have a lot of free time to, and they probably get the best trainers in the world. If I, I we had that thing. What would we do if we were billionaires? But I would definitely. I would be in peak physical condition. Yeah. I would. It would be so sick. Yeah. As my, I would want to take on Stan Druckenmiller because I love him as a trader. I think he's really cool and I like his story. But he's an old fart and I could probably just push him down a flight of stairs and then I get his money. Oh, yeah. There's probably a good amount. I mean, let's Bernard Arnold, the, that guy, the- Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. You know, any, one of the, any one of the Walmart children? They're all <laughs> <think> old. <laughs> the Koch brothers? Oh, one of them already died. It's just the Koch brother. Yeah, the Coke, Coke brother. <laughs> I could take the dead one for sure. Uh, or I guess his ex-wife or his, his widow, whoever that is now. Yeah. Um, George Soros, you could take. Oh, yeah. Easily. Fucking Warren Buffett. Did Warren I say Bu- him? Oh, Warren Buffett. You could, uh, to, to use a, a joke from earlier, look, Warren, a cherry Coke. You know who I think would give Drink me- Cherry Coke every day. You know who I think would give me trouble? Who? Uh, the Winklevoss twins. They're billionaires? Oh, maybe they're not billionaires. Yeah, they're huge. They're six foot five and there's two of them. <laughs> yes, the yeah. social network. Yeah. What is the highest grade both of you climb slash boulder from Gareth, Gareth Mead? My man Emil here is a good climber. I mean, yeah, but I don't... So in my gym, it was a V6. Uh, I mean, I do V6s sometimes, but uh, some people go to gyms and are like, oh, this is how they grade. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what it equals in your gym, but you're probably better. There there are guys who message me and go, I bet I can, they do everything they do. I bet I could beat you in pickleball. I bet you. you They're you, trying to get a rise out of you. you They're trying to get your attention. You ain't got shit in, in climbing. Yeah. Go, okay. I don't know. Well, I, and I'll be the first to say that I'm not a good climber, but I, before COVID, I got one or two V4s and that was it. And they were easy V4s. V4 is not bad. V4 is not bad. V4 is getting above the three, which is hard. But, and this is all indoor gym climbing. Outdoor gym climbing is way different. It's a, you know. Yeah, different If you tried to get on a V0 outdoor, I don't know if you'd be able to do it. Oh, yeah. My fingers would get chewed apart. And they're just much harder. Yeah. Nico Isad asks, (laughs) when was the last time you pissed yourself? When was the last time you pissed yourself? I actually, I know when it was. Okay. Uh, We, it was in high school. I, we... I played lacrosse in high school mm-hmm. and we went, huh. yeah, I know. It's kind of weird saying it now. Now it feels like a hate crime to say no, you played no, lacrosse no. in high school. It's like lacrosse a- Lacrosse is a tough sport and it's, yeah. But on. so we went down to Disney World for a tournament and our flight back home got <laughs> got delayed. We were in the airport all night and we were just, I guess I was drinking water and we flew literally in the middle of the night and I- was so tired i got home and i just passed out for so long and i just completely slept through it woke up piss all over the bed <laughs> and it was so confusing because that did not <laughs> okay so i this is the story that i alluded to earlier and if you've if you've stayed with us this long i hope it'll be worth it but a couple of years ago i'm living in new york and i had just quit my job so i was living at home or yeah, working from home doing trading and I was booking a flight with my Singapore Airlines miles 
Singapore Airlines. I had converted my American Express points to Singapore Air Miles to book this flight. And I needed to call I needed to call the Singapore Airlines ticketing line to book this ticket and I had my earbuds in and I'm I'm sitting I had a a really hard wooden chair and so I would sit on a pillow and I had this white pillow that I would sit on and I was in shorts and just with no shirt on it was during the summer and I I'm on hold with the Singapore Airlines guy and I'm sitting there and I got a fart so I let it out and it was shit and you I, sh- piss yeah, I know, but this is different. This is piss adjacent. <laughs> so, so I, 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 I'm sitting there on hold and, oh my God, it was, it felt like so much had come out, even though, you know, it wasn't that much, but I get up to, to <laughs> check and it had already immediately soaked through my underwear, my shorts and was on Ew. the pillow. I know. And this- just <laughs> as I noticed that I hear click, uh, Mr. Cut. I think I found some seats for you. So it, it looks like we've got some seats available on this flight on this day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, okay, um, yeah, sure. So what <laughs> what aisle? And I'm t- picking up the pillow and look, oh, well, Mr. Khan, uh, <laughs> you know, looking at the pillow. Shit came Shit came out as I'm shorts? on the phone. Yes. I'm, That's what? It was like, look, it was scored. Okay. It's, yeah, I yeah. scored it out. So I just... Cast the pillow aside, and I think I'll deal with you later. I'm throwing you away, and I I take off my shorts as I'm yeah talking to the guy saying, yeah we're oh. we're looking for an an aisle seat and a and a window seat if you got it. Okay, yeah sure, Mister Cat. Let me see what I've got available for you. <laughs> you know how airline people talk on the phone, and yeah, I go into the bathroom, and I'm like bent over wiping my ass, and it just you know it just. It's there's so it's like a ink blot test between Ew, my ass you? cheeks. And he's he's asking me questions, and I kept having to go. What's that, Mister God? It's I've got aisle number two, this or road two seat A. That's an aisle seat. Is that okay with you? I said yes, sure. I'm just wiping, and then I'm standing there naked, just shitty ass. I threw away the underwear and the pillow, but I kept the shorts because you can't throw away good shorts. Yeah, no, of course not. Anyways, so, okay, so <laughs> Ben kind of made that question his that's, own. Oh, 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 oh! You know this is the perfect use. <laughs> oh wait, no, it was more like this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the final question comes from Will Dennis. Do you think Ben's dead dad could beat Elon in a fight? Thank you so much for this question, Will. This means a lot to me. And to answer your question, yeah, my dad could beat Elon in a fight. My dad was like six foot four, probably weighed 220 pounds. That man could, uh, yeah, he could. He could Damn, your dad was six four? Yeah, he was a big How dude. tall are you? I'm six three. You'll never fill your father's shoes. No, he wore a size 16. You'll never fill your father's shoes. He used shoes. to have to buy his shoes custom made by like New Balance. You'll never fill you your father's shoes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You couldn't buy just size 16s in stores. You had to call up companies and have them make them for you. you had Damn, big a ass size beat. 16, that's yeah. fucking gigantic. Or 15, what 15 size or 16. you got? I got 12s, 11 and a half, 12, depending. 11 and a half, that's a, that's a normal foot. Yeah, well, I can thank my mom for the shitty, mediocre that's beta you're jeans. All, you're about to tip over always. You, huh? you're, standing, huh? you're basically standing on hooves. That's why I can't grow a beard. Got got the pretty boy jeans from mom. I can't grow a beard either. Yeah, well, it's probably overrated. At least we have full heads of hair, though. We do. Right? 
that's I don't want his hair. I don't want to hurt anyone whose whose feelings who's, yeah, who who's lost their hair. My but, little brother doesn't have his hair, and he's handsome as hell, and he can grow a mighty fine beard. I'd be really pissed if I lost my hair. Yeah, me too. I really don't want to lose it. Yeah, let's knock on this. This isn't wood. This so is yes, kind of Ben's dad would kick the shit out of Elon oh, yeah. Musk. Yeah, uh, and so would we. Yeah, I would. He slept I'd with be able both to, of our girlfriends. Yeah, I'd be filled with some kind of rage. Uh, so I, I think that's it. That's all of our <laughs> yeah. That's questions. It. We just want to say happy new year to everyone. Yeah. Uh, we will see you guys in 2022. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is crazy. You guys are making me and Ben's wildest dreams come true. This is so fun. And hopefully by this time next year, end of 2022, this podcast is doing so well that we can revisit this very clip. And in fact, I've got a message for, for future Ben and Emil right now. Hey guys, I hope the year was good. I hope you're both still alive. <laughs> and I hope the podcast is doing great. And I love you. As long as we're doing messages to our future selves, Emil, I would like to say... Don't worry about it. Plenty of <laughs> men have have done things with only four fingers. You're not. This is not the end for you. I'm sure, Don't you took worry a about you it. took a bad spill. You had a weird. Accident. What are you predicting for yourself? <laughs> not predicting. I know you lose a finger. A, a couple. A few. <laughs> oh, you saying only four fingers? I only total. got four fingers left. Oh man! And neither of them's a thumb. Oh. Buddy. So look, pal. <laughs> look on the bright side. You still sure you did lose your you hair? Still got, oh. <laughs> you still Oh, you got scalped in that weird accident. Is this the same accident or a different? Ac- different accident. It was a hard year. Twenty twenty two is a real weird one. <laughs> just, just keep up, pal. And Ben, you're doing great, buddy. Keep it up. Enjoy your fingers and hair. <laughs> That's it for me. Bye, guys. Happy New Year. Thank you.